TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show this morning. This is Jace. It's our third and final hour. All right, let's uh, go down to G-Town and let's strike up a conversation with Captain James Plog, Mr. Little Rat, O-Elmo J. Mudslinger himself. What's up, man? <laughs> what are you doing, bro? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> man, it's kind of blowing. Yeah, I was. Uh, that's why I called you to see. Uh, well, offshore, it's gushing like 33, you know, out in the Gulf and 25 in your area. Pretty man, it's blow here. Yeah, it's it's getting it. It's gusting to 30, probably. I wouldn't doubt it. It's nasty. Yeah. Man, did you get those storms last night? They come oh, over man. your house? I got hammered. You know, I was watching that little front line, and it was real narrow and like a rat tail on our end, and it looked like it was going to just miss Houston. And I figured it'd go east of me and maybe Beaumont, you know, Golden Triangle area and Louisiana get the blunt of it. And I'm watching it, and... And I was talking to Raz down the road. He's five miles from me. I said, man, are you getting hit? And he said, you wouldn't believe the storm we're sitting in down here. They were cooking outdoors and uh, on his back patio. Thank God it was covered. But I watched it. It was like a little green shower built up right on Spur 99, and it went right down Fisher Road there by that little church, you know, where you cut through. And uh, (laughs) it sat there. And it just turned into a red ball, and it looked like it wasn't raining at Blaine's house right next door to Raz there, but it was just right there kind of, and it just kept growing, and it kind of went out in the bay and back built. And then it started coming my way, and then another one came from the west by Baytown towards me and built up with this one. And I had a I had a little bit of hail, you know, here and there you'd hear it, but um then it went across a bay and headed to, uh, you know, Anahuac, that area. And then I saw where a guy posted, hey, man, we're getting uh, dime-sized hail over here like crazy. I mean, I, it must have rained really hard and just pure lightning for two hours. It was nuts. Yeah, it was, I was looking at it kind of like kicked to the south a little bit. Yeah, it did. It, came, it oh. went south. And uh, there was oh. another one over by League City, and it went towards Smith Point, but. That was that was yeah, some crazy I, weather. Yeah, I fell asleep, man, and one of them weather things come on the TV. Right. It was, you know, whatever time it was. And I'm like, man, I couldn't find the thing to turn it off, and it's going off. 
you just like a test or something. Said, oh, man, League City. I said, what are you talking about? National and Weather Service in League City. My phone went off all night, man. Yeah, and I looked at it, and I said, man, I don't know if it's going to come here or not. I said, it's probably not. It's going to get close. But I had all these doors and everything open out here. I said, man, I'm go down here and shut all that stuff before it all blows away. But, man, it rained for just a little bit. Yeah, it just grazed you all. Yeah, when you hear them buzzers and you're about 70 miles offshore and all that buzzer stuff starts going off, it's not a problem. <laughs> I really didn't care. I just didn't want all my stuff to blow away over here, man. Man. Yeah, so, this wild is night. A, this is a little – it's not very cold, but that water was, what, 75, maybe 76. So Yeah, it's, it's running around 73, 75. Yeah, and this will muddy everything up for a day. <clears throat> day, I don't think tomorrow will be very good. Yeah, once that water gets in the 70s, you get these blows. It stirs it up pretty bad. It gets muddy really quick. I mean, yeah. it wasn't even that bad Friday, you know, the wind-wise. Matter of fact, Thursday was dead calm just about all day. And, uh, you know, that water was trash Friday morning. Now we know the water come in – about four o'clock we came in it had gotten high and you know the water had gotten better in some places some places it still never got good the water just got high and it just stayed dirty right <clears throat> so but uh yeah it is yeah. <laughs> kelly we were supposed to fish today so you owned them good enough to go i said kelly we ain't going nowhere <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> you'd really have to be on them good to go today oh man time. ain't that the truth Remember Actually, Jerry Crawley used to, he used to rib us all the time. He said, you boys, y'all, y'all just hadn't learned yet. I said, learn what, Jerry? He said, you're supposed to fish before cold fronts and after them, not during them. Not <laughs> we, remember, we'd go out and fish them hard fronts and come in with hardly nothing. And he said, I'm telling yeah. you, boys, y'all, y'all going to learn. Hey, Jerry knew, didn't he? Yeah, boys. <laughs> he was funny. He was. That was that was fun. That was old, good old times running out of that old Crawley's bait camp back in the day. Umbrella point. Man, we'd have to go wagon train old Doug to get us some old shrimp. Oh, remember that? He'd have thirty and forty boats lined up behind that shrimp boat. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd they'd dip all their bait out. They'd have their tanks full. That's how many people fished back then. Yeah. It was it was crazy, man. I mean every that reef was... would have thirty, forty, fifty boats on it. Everybody's uh, catching them. Yeah, every well that have a boat on it. And, I mean, everybody's just, you know, drowning them hop-o-matics. Well, I'm glad we quit using hops. We used to, we used to eat them well, up on that, them hops. Hey, that day when me and you made the, the worm made the turn, we went out to that the old pipe well. Blaine's on one end of it uh, throwing popping corks and shrimp with a party, and you and I were just out playing, scouting around. We slid in on that north end of that well, slid that old hook over we throw those tails out, Jay. You're going. How do we work these? I said, I don't know. <laughs> Boy, hey, remember I was. I remember I was mad and told you, man, we ain't getting no shrimp, dude. He said, no, nah, we ain't taking no shrimp. I said, we ain't gonna catch. Oh nothing. yeah, you got mad at me because I wouldn't buy any shrimp that morning. I remember we were fishing and we didn't know what to do. And I think you <laughs> said, man, I think I had a bite. I said, you had no bite. We're fishing and. I think you might have caught the first one. I said, maybe you did have a bite. I said, what'd you do? And I think you told me whatever it did. And this is all true story. Me and you, now we start getting them. And this is true story. 
and it, we absolutely took Blaine's fish away from him. On the yep. other end of that well with them carps, we took them away from him. I don't know how many we caught, but remember we left there, and uh, I went to 112 up there by 110. And uh, we pulled up on that uh, south end of 112, and as soon as they hit the water, we're bowed up. We caught that that day. I don't know how many fish we caught that day. On, uh, well, I know I, I think strawberry I Kelly Wigglers, strawberry Kelly Wigglers, whatever we had, and you had that old Umco box that had some stuff in there. And um, I think go. I think I, I think I carried some shrimp for maybe the next month or so. But that was about it for the for the shrimp fishing for us. Yeah, it uh, it didn't take long to switch. Hell with them well, I sure didn't. Think, I sure didn't think we'd gonna catch nothing that day. We but it did. was. Uh, we learned a lot of stuff doing. Well, that's how you learn. Stuff, you just uh, you leave that old bait at home and uh, leave that crutch in the box and go do it. Go wing mm-hmm. it. That's how you learn. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it it just uh, that was that was eye opening right there. You know, we really only fished really with the shrimps in the, in the summer. You know, if you remember on the wells yeah. and on the Bolivar gas wells and those pads we used to fish down there. But the rest of the time we didn't Chopper fish for shrimp. Pads. <laughs> milk jug. <laughs> yeah. Hey, remember Maurice at milk jug? It just take a regular popping cork a liter and go to the bottom with it with shrimp and just nuke them. Oh, Carolina Rook. Hey, that you know it's still there. I still have. I check it. I check it two or three times a year. I Man, I haven't caught them on milk it. jug in a long time. No, I, well, I still ain't caught them. Right? <laughs> you catch some little ones every night. Yeah, catch some little ones. Be interesting to see what happens out there on that lower end with all that. You know, I haven't drove out there this year because I ain't. I just ain't drove out there. No, nah, it ain't time to check that island and all that stuff out. You see what it, uh, if the water's still getting dirty or, you know, I don't, I ain't got no handle on none of that out there right now. <clears throat> ain't really yeah. time to go, but I don't know. We'll see. Supposedly, you know, there's, who's ever in the rock business, the rock business has got to be pretty good, man. Cause there's well, rocks if you going can get everywhere. It. You know, if you can get it, that's the problem. I guess, well, I don't really know how to build those islands, but I guess they build them, then rock them. I try to think how they built the little one over there off of Baffle Point. If they rock it first and then backfilled it or did what they did. Well, that's what I, I saw over my way. They built the uh, outer levees and rocked them, put that uh, fabric over them and dumped the rocks around them, and then pumped all the dredge in the inside. Okay. Well, they didn't this island out there. They just built it, dude. They that same thing they're doing uh, over my way on the deep end of Dows and Beasley's out there in the middle of nowhere. They're just, you wouldn't believe that. That island's twice the size it was three weeks ago. Really? Yeah, you don't take long, man. It don't take no. long. Well, it's, it's a 24-7 operation, I'm assuming. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'd see the same crew boat guy last year. You know, I was fishing out there last year. Our timing was the same. I'd wave at him. I saw the same crew boat guy every day right. at the same time. He'd wave, and I'd wave. I'd let him go by. I don't know. I guess he's transporting operators out there, I guess. Probably. That's a good job, man, to stand by and take people dragging around. I like that. You have to catch him, man. With it. I did that seismograph deal one winter. Remember that company hired me to be a reef spotter for them? 
And, oh, uh, yeah, did you do I didn't know you even did that. Yeah, I did it for about two months. It was boring. Money was big time, but it was just, it was boring. Got old after a while. That's when they were doing the mayor charges, you know, and you had to keep them off the reefs. And they'd go down the edge of them shooting their grid lines and everything. Well, I remember that one year in Calgary, they were laying all that seismic over there. Man, you talk about a nightmare. Them, them airboats would fire up. I guess he usually went to work around seven because we had been fishing for a while. Yeah. And it was nonstop airboats. They'd stop <laughs> for lunch, and then at one o'clock, they'd light them back up, and then they didn't go away till five o'clock. It was like Port O'Connor and duck season, Rockport. Yeah, I mean, we heard it so often that, uh, that, uh, you kind of got immune to it, like living next to the airport, you know. You're right. Like, but exactly. the first week or two, like, man, this is miserable. There's some dude down here in West Bay. He's got an airboat tour. He's an airboat tour guy. And right. I think he's an exterminator because he used to see his truck, and then he mm-hmm. does this maybe on the side. I think they ran him out of Jamaica Beach because <laughs> of the noise. But I guess he's running in the afternoons now. But oh, it's so annoying! Boy, the so airboat will wake the dead, man. How about running through them canals on the airboat four o'clock in the morning, rolling them out? Well, that's you know I think then you know a lot of people live in Jamaica Beach or other people been living there a long time. Yes, and they ain't gonna they ain't gonna put up they with, that, play too with long. that. No, no. It looks like maybe he's coming out of. Maybe Bay Harbor or somewhere yeah. down there. <clears throat> but it's just, All right, James. Well, I thought I'd pop you this morning. Check your old pulse, man. Get ready for that. Uh, pulse is, it ought to be a good resource I, here at the end of this one, too. It's going to be good, man. Eyes are good. Gills are good. Oh. Yeah, they are. Eyes are clear. <laughs> gills are good. <laughs> Stabby, man. All, All right, right, buddy. buddy. Well, I'll check throw, them, well. throw them out a number. Somebody wants to call you about coming down fishing with you, man. All right, buddy, 49-771-7306. All right, little rat. Good talking to you. See you, bud. Later. All right, that's Captain James Plogg down in G-Town. After this break, we'll come back with Roy Simmons up on Richland Chambers. But first, I need to tell everybody about 13 Fishing's Concept Reels. You know, if you hadn't tried one, folks, you might want to try one. I've been using them for quite a while now. What I like about them, they're new Gen 2 reels. They're, They're sleek. They're stylish. They're just what you expect from 13 Fishing. And all their concept series G2 reels are more than just a pretty package. They're loaded with all the great features that seasoned anglers want. They feature anti-corrosion ceramic hybrid bearings. They cast like a dream. And the concept has a huge 22-pound bulldog drag system that can stop even the toughest inshore giants. In the concept series reels, these G2s, from 13 Fishing, they boast a dead stop and a reverse system, an airhead line guide, and the sweetest concept cork handle you've ever put your hands on. And all this is streamlined into a easily wrap-around package for maximum comfort, castability, and control. Stop by your local retailer. Demand to learn more about 13 Fishing's concept G2 reels. That's 13 Fishing. Make your own luck. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, 
even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 620 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Richland Chambers Reservoir, and let's talk with Mr. Royce Simmons this morning. Royce, good morning. How are you, bud? Mick, Mick, I'm doing just really good. And yourself? I couldn't be better. It's all good, my friend. I'll tell you what. We just had one of those spring-like weeks that you order up, and that uh, you get your order filled. It was... uh, I can't remember that we've had a week where we got all our trips in, you know, in the late winter, early spring. It was, uh, it was just awesome. We, we even needed a little wind Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, but even with kind of a almost slick lake much of the trip time, uh, we just, you know, we're looking like heroes right now. The white bass make you look that way, and uh, it's so much fun because so many – you can just catch them just about any way you want to catch them, and we're just dropping those slabs down at the bottom and – if we got kids on the boat, we'll put a little crappie jig up above that slab and let them catch two at a time. And, you know, they think they're Bill Dance or whatever. But uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's that time of the year. We we just got a, a good population again. Is, uh, it's kind of we got small, medium, and larges going. And, and a lot of fish that we're catching are still loaded up with eggs. So I guess they're just going to lay them out there on those main lake points or whatever. You know, that's happening at Livingston, too. You know, a lot of those fish came down with that last uh, rain event and flushed them out of the river uh-huh. into the lake, and they're loaded with eggs. They'll end up spawning on them main lake points, I guess. Yeah, that's what the, the biologists have told us for years. And, uh, you know, kind of the, I guess the the good thing is, I know the fish were up the creeks as, as long ago as a month plus because we had some folks that uh, you'd see on the interstate access area where you could get to the, either the Richland or the Chambers Creek flowing and uh, lined up and catching, I guess, crappie and whites way back then. But uh, uh, we have really been cleaning a lot of fish still as recent as yesterday that they're just loaded that eggs and sperm and hadn't dropped them yet. The right. water temp was 60, 67, 68 degrees yesterday. So uh, it'll, it'll probably be, oh, Lots of fish coming back out of the creeks to join these others. I'm guessing in the next few days because it's yeah. it's probably past past down there. But it's uh, shad hatch is just kind of starting. You'll see a little bit of shad at the boat ramp area when you 
when you're loading and unloading and uh, uh it's springtime as pop wildflowers blue bonnets all that kind of good stuff well it's that time of year we love it especially freshwater guys this is really the all time of year Oh, it's, uh, you know, again, you can just go to almost any main lake point or a hump or a roadbed or whatever. And I don't know, they're, they're still not graphing up, you know, like great big, uh, schools of fish, but you'll see a little thin line on your, on your graph on the bottom coming up the side of a, say a 20 foot drop and about 25 foot and you drop that trolling motor and once you get a couple of fish on it just seems like it explodes down there kind of like uh, i liken it to those gulls that are greedy they'd rather take a bait away from a fish than <laughs> or a gull than go get their own i think those fish just get all all worked up when they see one of their buddies going to the surface <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't really been doing much in the way of crappie but i know the i'm seeing the the folks at the marina and the shallows still catching a few crappie and uh i don't know we uh we just about abandoned catfishing when the, when the white started but if i've got just a a two-person trip going i'll put the punch bait in because you can often catch those blue cats just in the exact same area you're catching those whites eating that eating that shad down there so we're right. kind of doing a little bit of everything but it's it's our time of the year to do the white bass and do the numbers and uh, if you got folks that can handle a, a bait caster or we you know we put the spinning spinning reels and the closed faced in too but uh, if you got that hybrid bite going which you start you know having a pretty good hybrid bite on artificial this time of the year we'll do some some casting but it it just all kind of depends on the on the customer and who's in the boat and kids or kids or granddad or whoever <laughs> so uh yeah and y'all are a pretty good hybrid lake too you know that uh you don't usually hear a lot about you know it, it's and it's still so quiet i was remarking to our customers yesterday probably one of the nicer saturdays we've had the wind held off until you know after we had gotten in and started cleaning fish and whatever and just a very very quiet saturday like it like it normally is and uh we we've got parks and wildlife put us a ton of hybrids in the last two years to kind of i guess make up for that first second year of covid when nobody got a whole lot of a lot of fingerlings but uh as an example in the olden days you might get a quarter of a million 250 300,000 little fingerlings each year mm-hmm. they put in 400,000 plus fingerlings two years ago and over 600,000 this last year we're, we're catching a lot of 16 and 17 inch i think are that are two-year-old fish right. and man over the next year or two uh uh again the live bait guys outdo us but this is our time of the year it it gets it gets pretty easy some days on some of those hybrids when they're really you know cruising the shallows and chasing that bait up on the on those points and stuff so it just kind of depends. We keep a little bit of everything in the boat with the, with the customer in mind. Is you know, kind of hard to get a Zebco to reel in a two or three pound hybrid, but we can do it. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's good. Well, it's good hearing from oh. you. I'm glad you uh, checked in this morning. If somebody wants to call you and get up there and do some fishing, man, give them some info. You bet. That's easy. Go to the web, gonefishing.biz or nine zero three. 
389-4117. And, uh, you know, I don't like to say this because we'll always have a council or two, but we're just about booked up April and May. But it's time already to start thinking about getting out of school and getting that summer trip on the books, and it's still wide open there. So oh, yeah. lot, to, lot to choose from. So uh, a year go by so fast. Going to wish you a good week and hope you catch a bunch. You too, Royce. Good hearing from you, man. Good luck. Catch them up, buddy. Thanks for your time, Mick. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That's Roy Simmons up on Richland Chamber. Now let's go to Baytown. Let's check in with Captain Blaine for our mood. Blaine, what's up? Well, good morning, everybody. How you doing, buddy? A little uh, little windy here this morning. A little breezy, my friend. How did that uh, storm fare down at your house last night, Oh, Lord. You didn't get any of that? I got hail and a lot of rain, but I mean, I got home from fishing yesterday, and I had it was the sun was shining and it rained for thirty minutes at my house at like six fifteen yesterday afternoon, and then well, it that, progressively that thing got built up on ninety nine. It was a little green shower, and it just turned. It came right down Fisher Road and just sat down there by you and Raz, and just <laughs> I said that is crazy. I was watching all the lightning and. And it just went on into the darkness, and then it started oh. back building, and then it came my oh, way my. and covered me up for two two or three hours. It's crazy. Remember that hailstorm you got uh, two right. weeks ago that did all the damage? Well, I got the hail last night, but it wasn't as big as the stuff that hit y'all. Right. So it, but it it was a – man, it was a bad storm last night. It wow. I don't know. I mean, I can't wait for daylight so you can tell how many inches we got because I can't – I think my – rain gauge got blown away last night i can't find it it's not out here on the deck you know those little things that fit in that little slot you know right. sit out there a little tube it's gone so anyway wow. but it was a it was a blow and a good rain you know i didn't need it i didn't need any more rain but no i was anyway. i was gonna mow my yard today it just dried out enough from the last event and uh yeah. i'm done with that i had water standing everywhere when i came out the door this morning crazy well, I've, I've been watching the Weather Channel. It's going to be like 47 degrees here in the morning. Can you believe that? Isn't that something? Old man winter <laughs> just won't give up. Well, I've had a roller coaster ride this week. My goodness. You wow. And everybody you know, else. <laughs> what a crazy fishing for me. I, you know, I, I've been doing it a long time, but I ain't seen it was this great to terrible to great, you know, in just three days. So Right. That. Remember, I was talking to you, when was it, yesterday or something? Well, I told you, we, we went scouting on Thursday and had just, everywhere we stopped was great. Well, Friday, it went the, exactly the wrong way. <laughs> the wind came up out of the south and it muddied everything up really bad. And we struggled all day to catch 10 fish, and I had three really good fishermen. I mean, as good as I am. They could they could do everything. Right. And we couldn't get we had 10 keepers all day on Friday and no reds, not even one rat red. And the day before that, I don't know how many reds we caught. And I don't even know how many trout either. It was it was just a ton. That's when, when Eddie Tucker and I were scouting. So yesterday, uh, it uh, that storm came through and we delayed our trip because I had people that came in from out of town mm. and they're from Fort Worth and from Key West. And we didn't get out till 8 o'clock. And I went down Thompson and launched a boat, and it was it was calm, exactly like you said it was going to be. It was there right. was no wind. It was fantastic. So I went to my first spot, and we never left. We we caught fifteen trout in my first spot. Awesome. And uh, yeah, and there were some good ones too. 
one guy's first cast caught a six pounder. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. the guy from Key West, Florida. He goes, man, I've never caught a trout this big in Florida. I said, well, no, we don't Florida don't have anymore. those. Uh, we don't do it much here anymore either. But hey, yes, no. yeah. but uh, yeah, that, but I'll see that was quite a that. culture shock though from the pristine waters of Key West over here to Galveston. Oh hey. my God! I <laughs> yeah. go, hey, we gonna fish in this? <laughs> hey, these guys, they don't even use bait casters except. You know, big offshore type stuff. I know, you know Florida man, they're they're spinners, man. That uh, <laughs> they could not throw my bait casters, so we just put them all on spinner rods, which was yeah. fine. You know, they didn't, they didn't, they're not used to using bait except offshore, and we use live shrimp, and they finally figured that out. They were they were scared to put a shrimp on the hook because the shrimp were popping them, you know, popping their hands. <laughs> Get a horn in their finger. <laughs> but I can't believe that it, it flipped around, and and yesterday morning. It was an outgoing tide. I said, oh, this is going to be terrible. And those fish bit yesterday morning from – we got there about 8.30 and 10.30. We were done with our with our limited trout. And I said, oh, well, here yeah. we go. So then I fished the rest of the day. I fished till 4.30 yesterday trying to get redfish, and we ended up with one keeper of redfish. I went to all my little spots, all the right. rocks, all the flats, and could not get a redfish, not even a rat red. Isn't that something? So, yeah, you know, those yeah. things are just, you know, they're eating a prop off the boat on on Friday <laughs> or on Thursday, and then you couldn't catch yeah. any Friday and Saturday. Yeah. That's just Oh, right. I know. It just blows my mind. I tell you, hey, people. you got time but, to hang on? Let me knock this commercial yeah. break out. I'll come right yeah, back at you, Lane. Hang yes, with me, brother. Yes, All, right. All right. Well, the Belleville Meat Market, if you've never been there, you owe it to yourself to swing by and try it out. It's a great place. Located right in downtown Belleville, a short drive from Seagley off I-10 or Hempstead off 290 this week. They're double featuring their sage pecan smoked sausage and jalapeno pecan smoked sausage. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available. And on special stuffed peppers and stuffed mushrooms, 15% off on those. And fresh ground beef daily, three fifty nine a pound when you buy it in bulk, 10 pounds or more. And fresh fryers for a buck ninety nine a pound. They're wild game processing. They're making Vinny dogs and hog dogs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. Bring something home from your hunt. The whole family can enjoy all year long. The Belleville Meat Market celebrating 41 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Final segment already. It's 637 here in the Bayou City. All right, Blaine, we're back. All right. Good deal. Anyway, we, these guys are from out of town, out of the three guys from Fort Worth and one guy from Key West, Florida. So I figured, that, and they're all fly rotters. They like to do that in the purest. So I figured, you know, this is going to be an easy day for me. Well, since we got out there, they said, oh, we need some fish. We don't ever get to keep any fish in Florida. That's where they fish. Right. Said, well, well, what's the limit? I said, well, we, you're allowed five trout, three reds, five sheephead, five drum, five flounder. Wow. Well, let's, how, is it going to be hard to get all those? I said, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be hard to get hardly any of them. <laughs> anyway, we uh, we got our we got our five trout each real quick, popping forks and live shrimp, and caught one bull red. And where I was fishing, I did not have a boat within 
three miles of me. And I was just really not in anything special. I was just on some light shell and about right. five foot of water. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, like, like I said, we we kept working hard the rest of the day. We couldn't find anything else. It just We caught some drum. We caught some drum on some of the little towheads out here in Tabs Bay. And they kept in. We kept three drums. So we had 15 trout and three drum and one redfish for a, a full day of fishing. Mm-hmm. So like I said, we fished till 4.30. We got off the water at 4.30 yesterday. It was and it turned out to be a beautiful day. I didn't, I didn't think we'd even see the sun, but it was sunny all day, actually. Yeah, it was nice until last night. Perfect. Perfect. I got the boys down at the ranch. For the, all your listeners that have ranches in South Texas, we got lots of rain last week down there. We got four inches on most of our pieces of property there in Jim Hall County, and then, yep, and eight inches on the south end of our property where the camp's at. It flooded there. And that's oh, really? One of those little, yeah. One of those red blobs started just on our south end and just worked its way through the camp, and uh, it had some purple in it when it started. You know, back there on the on the back end of what we call Beto's back there, seven miles mm-hmm. back from the camp. That's where it started and went through. But lots of people got a lot of good rain. Much my needed favorite down there. area to hunt back there at Beto's. Yep. Everybody, everybody should be happy, and the landowners are extremely happy because they're they're going to finally get some grass for their cattle. I hope. But uh, that was enough rain to really get things going down there. Uh, anyway, I'm not fishing for the next couple of days here. I got a new boat that I need to rig out and get it and see how it's going to work. Got me a new dargle, a 25 yeah, foot dargle. Big dargle, that big beast. Yep. That thing is way bigger than my Haney. I have a 25 Magnum Haney, and the park next right beside it, that dargle is a way bigger boat. Is it? Uh, we'll find out. Yeah, it's wider and looks like it's longer. I don't know. It's just a big boat. So we'll see. Looks great, though. Kind of chilly well, outside. I want to. Uh, what are you going to do this week? Go out and try that out with you. We'll go make a yeah, run. Yeah, let's in go it. run that boat. Yeah. Let's go run Throw a little slime in it. What all you got to do to it? You got Is it got a trolling motor on it? Yep. Got it. Got a. A tiller handle trolling motor, which I don't like those eye pilots the way I fish. I like the tiller handle, and got a they got a GPS on it. It's it's rigged, ready to go. Oh, okay. Well, you're good my, to go then. All I got is put my safety equipment in, it, and we're gonna go rock and roll. See what she does. There you uh, go. Go uh-huh. out there in that open water, Big Trinity Bay, and see if she's the kind of boat that we like out there. Well, it that looks, bay right looks, there will test a boat for you. I promise you that. <laughs> well. But uh, I, I fished up and down the ship channel looking for reds yesterday, and, and I noticed it, it's chocolate milk on top, but as the ships roll by, they're boiling up good green water underneath. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not quite sure. I'm not going to say, but it, we may not be as hurt as bad no, as I thought we it, It'll take more than what we just had to hurt anything. Yeah. And that one last night, I bet you we got two inches here last night. So uh, I'll, I'll know when you get home today and look at your rain gauge. But, boy, it, it came down. And w- Did you lose power? I lost power for about 30 minutes last no, night. No, mine, uh, I had a little hiccup just enough to mess the TVs up, and then everything came back up, just a little yeah. glitch. Yeah. Well, it's a pretty strong norther for this time of year. It's blowing out here right now. I guess it's blowing 20 out here at least right now yeah everything's showing about 21 22 and then down by yep. galveston it's gusting to 30 or better it's uh the tide is dropping so yeah. it's, it's dropping pushing back. water out yeah which is uh, yeah 
it'll get rid of the fresh water we have, and maybe some good salt water will come back. Well, I, just, I think it's going to displace a lot of the fish that we've had. And only time will tell. We just have to get back out there and start looking for them again. Oh, you just, do. Uh, the springtime, you know how it is. It's just a struggle. It is. The and struggle's real, brother. <laughs> I didn't listen to you and James, but I knew you were talking to him. How is James and Hillman and those all those boys, the artificial guys, doing? They're working their butts off just like you are, man. It's, you know, the struggle's real. you got to put your time in to catch your fish. I mean, it's no cakewalk. Uh, I just I just have a feeling that if we have been throwing artificials yesterday, we might not have ever caught a fish. Really? It was just yeah, even with those live shrimp, they just weren't hammering it. it, just, it would, they missed a whole bunch of fish. I mean, the corks would go down and then come back with half of a shrimp. Right. And, uh, just, it, it just wasn't. It, I mean, we caught 15 trout pretty quick, but it, it wasn't what you'd think it would be. You know? Yeah. It was not that easy. I don't, I don't know how many we missed to get those. But anyway, we're, we're, uh, we're, I'm glad we got some fish. Anyway, Friday was a terrible day. I had Mike Wimberly and that bunch, and it was it was tough. They, they're they're great fishermen. They're better than I am. We couldn't get a bite. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know You're when, talking when you trash have guys now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know, Mike, and Mike, if you're listening, hey, you're a good fisherman, too, but you ain't as good as Blaine. I can promise you that. (laughs) Well, anyway, but it's it's such a pleasure to have people on board that that you're, you know, your old good customers that have all their own equipment, their own rods and all that. I haven't had that, you know, and yesterday especially, you know, it's just uh, when people can't throw a bait caster, that are supposedly the best fishermen in the world, you know, the Florida Key West guys that, right. you know, catch all, you know, it's just, uh, it's crazy. But, hey, that's, that's, I created a monster. When I started, got away from throwing all artificial, and if you don't go with artificial, then you don't go with me. When I started using live bait, I get a whole different breed of customers, which is great. I'm reaching people that, that would never catch a fish if it wasn't for me. Uh, yeah, that's just... I've got lots of kids. Well, thank God for guys like you, so I don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know, I was like, I was a purist like you and James and Hillman for a long, long time. And when I switched gears and gave in, that was a, huh, the work began. Some days yeah. I have to make every cast, have to take every fish off the hook, have to put every bait on the hook. Oh, you know, it's just. A long day. There's no telling how many steps I took in that boat yesterday. Oh man, I'm <laughs> out of here when that happens. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. See yeah. you boys later. <laughs> it was we're gonna fun. have a big uh, we're gonna have a big crawfish boil uh, next Saturday here, and I'm gonna go to boys and get about two or three hundred pounds. So if any any of your boys and friends want to come, tell them to come on. It's our last our last hoorah with crawfish for this year. Yeah, they you know, uh, Boyd's been turning them crawfish, man. You, I hope I'm you imagine. reserve them ahead of time because, man, they they moving them. You think I'll do right now? I'd reserve. I them would. Right I'd now. reserve them right now. I'd call down there today or tomorrow and and reserve them so you know you'll okay. get them. Anybody in particular I need to talk to? I, I man, get a little. I don't know who I, I will be Eastman working. Clout. <laughs> yeah, well, it uh, there's. Uh, they got all these different grades. You can get field run for, you know, that's the least expensive. And and then it just moves up. I mean, 
they've got uh, they've got a jumbo select that they hand pick out that but they're like five something a pound and it, it takes ten of them to make a pound. I don't like no, I, I don't big. like those. I don't like no. those big ones like the mediums. I like the I like, I like that medium and you know a large one here. Pretty large. Yeah. 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 Well, kind of a mix. Well, one of my buddies Joe knew though wanted to throw one out here at the Bay House for. We haven't done it in a couple of years, and we just want to kind of get back into the entertainment fun since the COVID. You know, not a lot of people. We just didn't have many parties or much out here anymore, and just kind of getting back into the swing of things. Yeah, threw yeah. everything on the back burner. That that debacle just it messed everybody up in this country. Yeah, yeah. Getting back to South Texas, the boys that we're filling up feeders this weekend. We got ninety feeders we we keep full year round. And, they killed two rattlesnakes right off the bat yesterday morning. Uh, you know, big ones right there by the house. Oh, so, boy. Yeah, yeah. And they said it How was really hot. Been? There's been a lot of them killed around the lodge this year. I guess because we put so much grain down there, it brings in the rats and the mice, and then the snakes come in. They right. find them a That's good right. spot, too. So just, it, a lot of stuff goes on at night with snakes. But, man, when you start getting that many, we killed – that last two weeks of quail season, we killed 21 rattlesnakes in one week. And I'm telling you, a bunch of them were giants. One of them was over seven foot. I saw uh, that one. I remember you <laughs> sending me those We had pictures. the hottest. That was the warmest February we've ever had in 40 years in South Texas. It was it was hot every day. It was over 100. A lot, we had 10 days over 100 down there in February. And that's crazy. Uh, uh, it, uh, it hurts, uh. too. It hurt, hurt our quail hunting because the the dogs couldn't last very long. They'd only last a couple of hours, and they were done for the day. It was just too hot. Yeah. And then everybody's, everybody's afraid. They they didn't want their dogs to get bit, so everybody kind of backed off in the afternoons when it well, warmed up. The heat, it takes it out of them dogs, man. Oh, yeah. They can't run at all. You know, a normal dog handler down there has about 15 to 20 dogs, and he'll put two down for 30 minutes or so. Well, they couldn't even put them down for 10 minutes in that heat. They, you know, those, those bird dogs just run so hard. You know, they run hundreds of miles every day. Yeah, they do. But I need to become a cat fisherman, I guess. It's up here at Trinity Bay, up here right in my yard right here looking across, it's liquid mud. <laughs> the Trinity River got me now. We're done. Yeah. I need yeah, somebody to teach me back catch in for now. Fish. Oh, well. Yeah. Cat masters. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, hey, if somebody <laughs> wants to come fish with you, give them a number. I need some people. It's time to go. I think we're going to have Bring a pretty it. good little early summer. Yeah, I'm ready. Call me at 713-703-6656. Appreciate it, everyone. All right, Blaine. Have a good Sunday. Good talking I'll to you, man. Come see you this afternoon. Okay. See you. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Later. All right, that's Captain Blaine Firemood. Now let's go to uh, Guitar Dave. Dave, good morning. What's up? Hey, Boy, Captain Blaine sounds like he's hipping and fetching on that boat over there, <laughs> taking fish off. Golly, yeah, I know that's, that's a lot a, of work. Work, hey, when, and then and then you got to keep your sea legs and all that kind of stuff, and then you got a hook. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, oh man, no, I heard you talking earlier about uh, being honest and stuff like that. And I tell you what, you know, I remember one time when you told me, Captain Mickey, that. You know, uh, some guy was telling you that, uh, I mean, we were talking together personally, and you said some guy was telling you he was catching all these fish, and you looked at his hands, and you go, he wasn't catching nothing. No. He didn't have no, you know, no, he didn't have no scar. No, you redfish like that, your hands be chewed up, man. You can, do, you can look at a guy's hands and tell whether he's telling the truth or not. 
Right, I hear you. Hey, and the other thing I was listening yesterday, uh, hey, on the, the fish calling, yeah, uh, up there 10 miling with the tapping, and then you got the fish dude, and then remember I was telling you I was over there uh, fishing for them crappie on Lake Belton, and uh, I, I noticed that every time because I was underneath on a rock and they had a cave up underneath their limestone rock, and I guess those crappie were coming out from underneath that shadow, but I started noticing that every time I'd kick some rocks off of there, all of a sudden I got a fish and, and then I figured it out because when you're lined up elbow to elbow with people catching crappie and then they dump all their minnows out there and then when it rains, then all them crappie that are in that cave underneath there would come out and eat the, uh, eat, eat, the, eat that uh, stuff that was coming off the ground, you know, mm -hmm. off the rock off there, you know, so. You know, and, and I, I ain't, like I told you many times before, I ain't no rocket scientist. That's why I listen to y'all so I can figure out where I got to go and what to throw, you know. So, so man, hey, and, and uh, those those uh, Texas Fisherman's magazines, that was 1983, I believe, yeah. And I think I got five of those uh, still in, well, they ain't no mint condition, but they've been looked through. And, man, there's so many different uh things in there that were written back then in 83 that were just really really educational you know and uh and i tell you what uh, y'all lived through a time back then captain mickey in the you know in the 80s uh, i mean that's when i first got my boat and y'all were uh, tearing it up and i was well, listening and learning from some, some great times you know the 70s 80s 90s 2000s yes sir i mean it was good up till about uh about eight years ago, eight or nine years ago, I mean it. Uh, I mean we saw some incredible fishing. I mean just yes, uh, mind-boggling. And remember how I told you? I remember how I told you about that uh, saltwater discharge. I mean the uh, HLMP discharge over there that I caught all them thirty catfish in about an hour. I mean that was in brackish water, you know. And that, and then in my first one, that's the first speckled trout I ever caught, Cap Miggy. I told you many times, four and a quarter pounds, and that's the best one I got in Blaine and everybody and all them that I've talked to. They're like, Dave, we'll put you on a better one than that. And I believe y'all, you know what I'm saying? But, man, you know, uh, like I say, you know what, Cap Miggy, and he was talking about the uh, bait casting and this and that. Hey, just give me a Zebco 303 and put me on a boat, and I'll be happy. You know, so, uh, you know, just get me on the water, and we'll, we'll be there. You know, and 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 again, Captain Mick, I appreciate uh, all the y'all on the radio and everything. And I, there's a lot of people that are in nursing homes and everywhere else that listen and to y'all, and y'all give a great education. Plus, uh, give somebody a, get them to go. Uh, they live vicariously through what y'all do. Is what I'm trying to say. I got that's you. a that's a high dollar word, <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> vicariously. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> but uh. No, other than that, oh, man, I'm glad to hear they're getting all them rattlesnakes out there. And, you know, uh, I mean, like I said, when I was out there with Blaine, I saw them four girls, them four college girls, man. They had, they brought them in. They they were some big rattlesnakes. And remember, yeah. even when you cut the head off, don't go around the head because it could still have venom in it. You know, so. Oh, yeah, just because it's dead don't mean them them fangs won't pop out And when you put your finger in there and get venom. That's just, uh, you leave the head alone bury it one of the doctors that graduated from st Pius, no joke uh salvato uh, she she was on 740 a lot you know on radio talking about because she did she milked snakes and, and made the snake venom yeah and uh yeah and, and you know that's that's a 
that's a blessing right there to have doctors that'll be able to uh, do a cure like that, you know, and have something that they'll once you uh, or an anti-snake bite or some medicine or something like that. That's that's a lot of research in there, and uh, I think that's a. Hey, we went to the moon and back, you know, Captain Mickey. So, wow. Yeah. You know, uh, we're the United States. God bless us. God keep us. God bless America, man. You know, golly. And, All right, Dave. Well, it, it's it's, uh, it's calm in the hood right here, now. Brother. It's calm in the hood. All right, I got you. It's calm in the hood. So, all right. All right. Hope it stays that way. man. Have a good Sunday. I appreciate all you. Right, Thank care. you. You too. Good one, Sunday. All right. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But guess what? We'll be back next Thursday morning, bright and early here, 4 a.m., Sports Radio 610, KILT Houston. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.